once again, uh, as we always say, uh, to the scattered, to the scattered, uh, to those that have uh, been drawn into the body of Israel uh, by the blood of Christ, by the confession uh, that he is the savior, that he is the connector back to the source, back to Yah. Um, this word is for you to those, as we say last but not least, uh, to those that are heartbroken, those that are lost, those that are confused, those that are suffering, um, those that have been uh, betrayed, uh, those that have been misled, um, uh, those that have been deceived, um, those that are incarcerated, those that are poor, uh, those that are without, uh, those that are sick, uh, this word is for you. Um, I think Shaul said, what, to the uh, Yahudim first and to the nations. Um, so we want to make sure that this word hits everybody. This word is for everybody. Um, but that being said, we'll get started. We are on part three of our... Uh, little series here so this is uh, washing up for dinner uh, part three we're on the steps towards the meal of reconciliation okay I'm, I'm, I'm doing it now I got it. you got me? okay thank you thank you um, saw me fumbling uh, but this steps toward the meal of reconciliation and on this third part uh, try to find a nice picture uh, we got to be submerged in him, okay? And sometimes uh, getting, your, getting your washing, you got to go, you got to get from head to toe covered with water. Mm -hmm. Have to be submerged, okay? Uh, we got to be submerged in this cleansing process, okay? And then when you're in the shower, you got the water spraying on you. You take your soap and your rag, hopefully, and you wash in certain parts. But we need to be submerged. We need every centimeter of our body covered by his water. Okay? We need every aspect. Okay? Um, so keep calm. Got to recap because we went over we went over six, six steps. Okay? We know how... Man's mind is, right? My, man's memory. Hmm? In one ear, out the other. Okay? All right, so what was the first first step was what? Acceptance. Acceptance. All right, we talked about acceptance, and we realized, right, that we admitted we are powerless over our addiction, okay, of the desires of flesh slash sin, that our lives had become unmanageable. Okay? That our lives are unmanageable. We are admitting we are powerless over our addiction, over our problem. Okay. Now these step this this system is based off of you know AA or drug rehab. But once we realize, okay, that we got a problem. Okay, we got issues. All right, we find ourselves going around the mountain, being in the wilderness. Right, carrying the same thing, right, not letting it go, not having the power to let it go. Hmm? 
I'll say it again, not having the power to let it go. So some things in life you've let go. So some things you drop like a bad habit. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about the things that you are powerless over. All right. So we talked about looking in the mirror and not being able to face ourselves. Then we had to grow. We had to say, you know what? It's game time. It's game time. My mind is made up. I got a serious look like this man here. I got a serious look on my face. I'm not playing no more. That's how we got to be. We got like, I'm not playing no more. All right. We have to be able to see who Yah wants us to be. We got to see us as he sees us. We have to see us as he sees us. We cut ourselves short. All right. Second was what? Hope. Okay, hope. Hope, come to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Okay, what's the definition of insanity again? Doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. But you're going around the mountain and going through the wilderness and going through these yearly cycles, these festival cycles, you're the same, same Negro. You're the same, you're the same crazy, you use the same. Use the same. I'm using some old language. Use the same. That's insanity. So come to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Okay? What forever thing was written aforetime was written for our learning. And that through the patience and the comfort of the that we might have. So you got to keep your head up. Because your redemption. Draw not. You got to have your head up. But if your head down. Or whatever's on your mind is so heavy. Them shackles on your head. Got you like this. And you ain't looking up. Hmm? Not looking up. Willing, what was number three? Willingness. Willingness. You got to be willing. Okay, got to be a volunteer. You got to be a volunteer. You can't, look, don't buy one no hostage. They ain't going to drag you. They ain't going to make you do nothing. They ain't going to make you do. You got to be grown at some point. Okay? You got to grow up at some point. There's one thing to be reborn and rebirthed in Christ. Right? That's the relationship between you and him. But when it comes to the, you ain't no Google guy guy. Evie, we help me, big baby. No, no, you a grown man, grown woman. Sign yourself up. Gotta be willing. Willingness made a decision to turn our will and our lives to the care of God, to Elohim, as we understand Him. So, if you know more, do more. If you know more, do more. Look at your neighbor, neighbor. If you know more, do more. That's, what, that's what's wrong with, with people on this side of the fence. On the Sabbatarian, Shabbat, Messianic, Hebrew, Torah, absorbent, observant side. No more and do less. But you run your mouth. You always bumping your gums about this and that and pointing the finger. And you just sorry. Have mercy. Get up that mountain. 
Your forefathers, Caleb and Joshua, said, go and take the mountain. We're trying to be re, recon, we're trying to be a reconciliation back in the hill. Steps got to be made. Once again, there was a big error in that garden now. So I got to think about the bigger picture. You are a descendant of Adam. You want to be saved? Be a descendant of Yahshua. Big error in the garden. You're a descendant of Adam. You want to be saved? Be a descendant of Yahshua. The second man is greater than the first man. Right? And then we're talking about, we've been talking about 1 Corinthians 15, that first man he brought. What did he bring? He brought death, didn't he? But that second man, he going to bring life. So you want to be kin to somebody? You want a cousin? That's my brother? That's my partner? That's me be your partner. But you got to be willing. You got to get up that mountain. He ain't sending no uh, heavenly elevator. This ain't no Jefferson's moving on up. You better get up that mountain. What was number four? Good job, buddy. You trying. You trying. Personal inventory. Right? And it's and it, it you know, you're willing to go through yourself. Willing to have him go through your stuff. Right? Let him go all go all through your stuff. Right? In, in, inventory. Made a searching and fearless, fearless, fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Right? When you talking about how much stuff you got. We ain't talking about how much money you got, how much debt you in. We ain't talking about your car, your bike. We ain't talking about moral things. Moral things. Integrity. Moral things. Right? The, uh, the agenda, the motives behind what you do and what you say. Personal inventory. Right? What we were talking about last week, get on that table. Lay down. Lay down. Strap up. As you was willing, you said, I'm going to climb the mountain. This part, this part of your mountain. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Right, Psalms 139, 23. Right, try me and know my heart. Try me and know my heart. Let's highlight it for you, buddy. Yeah. Try me and know my So your mind. 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 What are you thinking? What are you thinking? And why do you think it? So if, so if our thoughts, if our thoughts are not, this is between you and him. So if your thoughts ain't right, man, why do I think that? Why do I, why do I think like that? That's why it's personal inventory, because you really want to know. You had to hire somebody to come in and do an inventory on your soul. You had to hire somebody. And there's only one, there's only one. They can come and do a great job. There's only one. That you can let in, but you got to let them in, though. Because you won't believe this. He'll stand there and knock. But I ain't going to open that door. I can kick that door. I can be DA on you. But you got to get up. You got to do what? You got to let them in. There's only one you can hire now. Self What's number five? Self-disclosure. Self-disclosure. Admit it to God to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Once we have this personal inventory, 
I start cutting stuff loose. Got to get stuff out. I think my aunt was telling me when stuff first started going on with my mama, he, she, she said, uh, nephew, stress will kill you. Stress will kill you. So you have to admit to God, admit to yourselves, to ourselves, to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Trust in him at all times. Ye people pour out your heart before him. Okay, we got to lay it all, as we've been talking about in last week, but lay it all before the altar. That's why, that's why we, you know, once you get to the door, hint, hint, right, we got to go to the altar. We got to leave it at the altar or hint, hint, his feet. Once we can connect it, he is the altar. Once you connect it, he is the altar, you leave it at his feet. He told you to leave it at his feet. He ain't got to say I'm the altar. But leave it at his feet. Feet like burnt brass. Because he's in the fire with you. He proved it already. Well, how do I know? Well, there was Shadrach, Meshach, and one bad Negro, wasn't it? They were just walking around in the barbecue not getting cooked. He was in there with them. So what one might put on you as, as a punishment or shame, he said, this is for my glory. I go in the fire with you. But you got to be ready. They were ready to go in the fire. Sometimes we ain't ready to go in the fire. So we got to pour stuff out. Got to pour it out. We didn't have that inventory. You know what's there. Got to pour it out. Got to do what you got to do. Got to be grown about it. What was number six? Reflection. Reflection. Okay, reflection. We, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Defects of character. In the human mind, in the, in the humanistic mind, I need that. I need it. That's my, that's my edge. That's my swagger. That's how I roll. It's a defect in your character. Now how you going to be like him and you defect it? Mm. Don't know how thorough this man is? You have not read Leviticus. I don't care if you're Aaron boy. You come in here limping and hopping. Something wrong with you. You done lost a toe. Lost, been maimed some kind of way. Got messed up. So don't you come up in here. Well, I'm Aaron's son. And you got a defect right now. And then here we are trying to get closer than what they got close to. And then you got all this stuff in your character. And then he's going to sow you into him. He going to make you a part of him. It's like someone being healthy. And then they saying, oh, yeah, you got chicken pots here. Come sit by me on the airplane. Or germs and stuff, you know, tighter on the airplane, you know. So, yeah, you got chicken pots. Come sit by me. He's not going to do that. So we have to we have to have y'all remove the defects of our character. Right. We got to be that little baby. Right. Got to be a baby and grown all in one. You're a baby with him, but when it comes to this business, you got to be grown. Got to be grown. <clears throat> Turn to uh, Exodus 39. Exodus 39. Be in verse 27. A 
lot of stuff going on out there in the world, going on in the streets. And, but you know what? It really don't matter if my if if, if I'm not together. Hmm? You can sit there and try to point out the beast you want to. You're not together. So what good does it do? I think I found the red horse. Good. You're still a sinner. You're still playing Russian roulette with y'all. So what good does it do to know something? You ain't got yourself together. The president and this president did. Yeah, they did. You still is sorry. So what you gonna do? By weighing out the, the what the, the weight of your matters. Mm -hmm. right. When that told you in Matthew, then your master, your redeemer, tell you to weigh out the, the weight of your matters. But then he tell you in the law. But he told you in the law. Do you know what he told you in the law? That he don't have no no scales that are off balance. He ain't got not one. Matter of fact, I catch you one, I'm gonna smack you upside your head. Mm -hmm. I found out you got a scale that ain't that's that's that you you hustling and you trying to get over. So we gotta be able to weigh out matters. Right now, my soul matter. My character matter. My integrity matter. I don't care about my reputation with people. Reputation with him. That's what matters. Because everybody can think somebody is the, is, is the best thing since sliced bread. And Yah says, you know what? Reject it. I'll tell y'all Exodus. Yep. Exodus 39 and 27. It reads, And they made coats of fine linen and woven work for Aaron and for his sons. And a mitre of fine linen and goodly bonnets of fine linen and linen breeches. Breeches of fine, I heard that somewhere, fine twine linen. And a girdle of fine twined uh, linen and blue and purple and scarlet of needlework as the Lord commanded Moses. Okay. So the sons of Aaron. Come on, somebody, brother, give me, let me give First Peter uh, 2 and 5. Uh, so the sons of Aaron had a certain way that they had to be dressed. Right. Right. That's in the that's the instruction. That's in the wisdom. We had to be dressed. So I'm going to give that first Peter two and five. You also as living stones. As a what? As living stones mm -hmm. are being built up a spiritual house, mm -hmm. a set apart priesthood to offer up spiritual slaughter offerings acceptable to Elohim through Yeshua Messiah. So your lively stones mm -hmm. being built up as a what? Mm -hmm. To give up what? Give us spiritual slaughter offerings or sacrifices. So, so you got a job to do. So in Exodus, it was it was said that they had they were dressed to be dressed a certain way. Okay, go ahead and give me. Let me get verse nine out that same chapter. But you are a chosen race. A chosen who? Race. Uh huh. A royal priesthood. A what? A royal priesthood. Uh huh. A set apart nation. Uh huh. A people for a possession. That you should proclaim the praises of him mm -hmm. who called you out of darkness mm. into his marvelous light. Marvelous light. So, you got to be dressed a certain way. You got to be, right, as in, it's descriptive. You got to be described. Like, what kind of noun are you? How can I describe you? Are you a, you know, son of Aaron? You dressed up in your clothes, you know, royal priesthood in First Peter. Are you a lively stone? You're a build. You're my. You're my Lego. Y'all said you wanted my Legos. I'm building something. Lego man. I, I was thinking I wasn't gonna say it, but thank you for opening the door. Lego my ego. You are a building block to 
to give him praise. That there was a master plan that he was going to use his son to bring things into himself. And if he does that, then this can be given back to the father, which is what Adam was supposed to do. Number seven. So we're on our new things, our new, our, our new, new, uh, new three, next three, or number seven. You know what I'm saying? Humility. Humility. Humbly ask him to remove our shortcoming. Humbly ask him to remove our shortcoming. Gotta be sincere. You gotta want it gone. Whatever it is. Okay? To remove our shortcoming. And it's, this is humility, right? And in Exodus 39 and in 1 Peter, it talked about being priest and, and royal priest and a certain way to be dressed. 1 Peter 5 and 5, it reads, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of ye be subject one to another, and what? Be clothed with what? Humility. Humility. Why? For God resists the proud and giveth grace to the... Why would the humble need grace? Just because you're humble, that means you're perfect. So that means the humble can receive grace. But that, so that means the proud, the arrogant, not like grace for them is. Maybe like a quicker judgment. So, yea, all of ye be subject one to another, respect to each other, respecting people, and be clothed with humility. And be clothed in humility. The scriptures tell you to be dressed in humility. You know, we dress ourselves up with emotions. We put on emotional clothing. It's a common saying, hey, you know what? Uh, 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 so and so uh, wore their emotions on their sleeve. So and so, you know, they 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 uh, they they emotions all over their face. Some people, you know exactly how they are. Happy, sad, angry, confused. Look at you, like who, what? All over their face. We wear the clothing of emotions. So the scriptures say, dress in humility. Uh, we we we. We wear our emotions. The world tells you to be as free as you want to be. It's acceptable. It's acceptable. Oh, it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Moving on. Your dress tell your story now. I mean, we just, Peter just said you royal priesthood. Was there a specific dress for the royal priest? Yeah. In Leviticus, it was, okay, it was separate then from the sons of Aaron, right? So your dress tell a story. So I can't mix up the high priest with just any other priest. I can't get them confused. And then on top of that, he called you another. And they called you live, uh, uh, not, uh, a lively stone. I'm trying to build something with you. Now how can I build something with someone who did? So when we walk in our flesh, you know what we are? You dead. Now you walk in the spirit, you lively. We like a uh, when I used to go uh, I used to go to club like them like them club lights, the flashlights. 
Real quick. Off on, off on, off on, off on, off on, off on, off on. Strobe lights. Yeah. Strobe lights. And that's how y'all walk in the flesh, walk in the spirit. Walk in the flesh, walk in the spirit. Walk in the flesh, walk in the spirit. And y'all just like, look, man, if you if you humble, I'm gonna give you some grace. But you proud, you do what you want to do, be how you want to be, I'm going to come holler at you a little bit quicker. But your dress tells your story now. Right? We act the way we act, the way we make decisions, the way we judge, how we rule on certain things. Emotional roller coaster. But we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule. Which God had distributed to us a measure to reach even unto you. 2 Corinthians 10 and 13. Right? It's, hard to, it's hard to use the measure of rule that Yah has given you when you ain't really dressed right. Like your mind ain't dressed right. Why do some people catch more hell than others as they say? Because you got a good measure of rule. You have an extended measure of rule and you don't know it. That don't mean they don't know it because you're fighting a spiritual fight. So the people who got a lot of potential in them, spiritually speaking, a measure of rule given to them by God, you, you to catch a lot of hell. It just makes sense because I don't want you, I don't want you or her or him wrecking the kingdom. I don't want you wrecking the earth. I need the earth as wild and, and, and as, as off the chain, wicked as possible. But God has given to people large measures of rule. He put some in their hand and then gave them a long extension to cover. And the principality said, oh, no, not her. Oh, no, not him. Attack. That's why it's a mind game. We got to stop playing Uno. We got to stop playing. I was thinking that in worship. Got to stop playing Uno with him. He don't play Uno. He's not playing Uno. Why are we playing Uno? Acts 20. That up our game. People, people try to justify they, uh, they actions by trying to. I'm trying to save my people. I'm trying to do this for my family. Okay, well then live better. I wanna, I wanna do it. Then live better. Most powerful weapon you got. Is to walk right, walk humbly with man. Now, see that said, they don't, they don't, they don't call for you acting a fool or trying to. I'm gonna set somebody straight. Be better people. Acts twenty and nineteen. Serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations. Serving the Lord with all humility of mind. With many tears and temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the Yehudim. 
So when you hum when you humble yourself to him and you say, hey, remove my shortcomings. I'm giving myself over to you. I need you. There's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some trouble. But you got to hang in there. If it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But it ain't easy. Just walk in for the easy. Hmm? Oh yeah, that's a pop quiz. We ain't getting off easy. <laughs> Pop quiz. Shimmy. No, 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 no. Mel. Excuse me. Mish. Mish. Which book is that? Somebody give me Michelet 1533. What'd you say? That will be. Micah, Malachi. Don't even look. That's what English man. Don't even start an M in English. Proverbs. Somebody give me Proverbs 1533. Somebody give me 15. I got 22 4. Somebody give me 18. Go ahead. 1533, brother. Out of English, mess you up. You said so you think Malachi, uh, Mitchell, like the, the book of Mitchell. Like, wait a minute, M. That's the sin. So, say out of English, done messed us up. Set you up for a fall now. The fear of Yah is the discipline of wisdom, and before esteem is humility. Before what? Esteem. Is what? Humility. So, before any kind of honor you get, you got to be what? Oh. But we, so. That's why he said he's going to give grace to the humble. humble, right? And this seventh step is about asking him to remove the shortcomings. Asking him to remove the shortcomings. So with humility, okay, right, honor or being esteemed, okay, is a part of it. All right, who got 18 and 12? Eighteen and twelve. Before destruction, the heart of man is high, and before honor. And before what? Honor is humility. Before what? Honor is humility. So before honor is humility. So you want to be honored by Yah. You want to be say, hey, come in unto me. Hey, you, my well done, my faithful. Hey, my beautiful bride. You have to be what? Humble. Humble. Humility. Yes. I got you, son. We're going to walk in humility to get that honor. Proverbs 22 and 4 mm -hmm. is, By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. By who? Humility mm -hmm. and fear of the Lord. And what do I get from it? You get riches, mm. honor, mm. and life. Oh, slap it upside my head. So, by humility and fear of Yah, what comes with that? Riches, riches honor, 
honor, and life. No, I'm just talking about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of the year. Let me see what I did here. Now, what kind of, that, that be any paycheck you're going to get, that be any kind of contract you sign, be any kind of job you get, that if you're humble and if you fear Yah, riches, honor, and you're going to live forever. Now, look, the other religions tell you go kill somebody. Go kill somebody in the name of somebody else. I ain't gonna say that name. Ain't worth saying. Die, you get you have riches, power, and alcohol and virgins. If you do that. Go ahead. Go ahead and read. The fear of Yah mm -hmm. is the beginning of wisdom, mm -hmm. and the knowledge of the set apart one is understanding. Mm -hmm. I just yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Right, let's everybody turn to uh, uh, Colossians second chapter. Colossians second chapter. Colossians two, starting verse one. So we see that the Yah will reward people for being humble, for being, you know, walking in humility. Okay, and that's being humble uh, in accordance with His Word. Okay, and being being solid, being good people. Now that don't mean you sit around here, you let folks go upside your head and come and try to harm your family. Okay, that falls under silliness. That falls under, you know, uh, 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 I'm 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 trying to keep you from fighting back the system or something. Now protect your house now. Protect your house. Protect your family. Colossians 2 and 1. For I would that ye know what great conflict I have for you and for them in Laodicea. For as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ. So just off of that, we should know for for sure that in order to attain riches of Yah, you got to be what? Understand. Well, all those three verses in Proverbs, you got to be humble. humble. Got to be humble. Got to be humble. In verse three, in whom all the treasures of wisdom, in whom are all hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you have therefore received Yahshua HaMashiach, walk, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. But where at least any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit of the tradition of men, of the rudiments of the world, and not after Mashiach. Okay? So the the most important thing is you, our relationship with Yahshua. That's the most important thing. That's the most important that is the most important thing. Not your heritage, your culture, uh the fallen, uh things, uh, you know, the, the, the crazy spiritual. The most important thing is you and him. That is the most important thing. 
For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead body. And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Right? So the principalities that run this earth, the dark ones, they're just substitute teachers. They're just substitutes. They're just subbing. They're just leasing. They're not the owner. The owner is not Cain yet. Why? Well, because there's grace. I want people to get it right before I come back fighting. Verse 11. In whom ye are also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands. So we're still talking about circumcision. But a different kind of circumcision. But circumcision will never, that will never not end. In putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Mashiach. Right? Buried with him in baptism. When you are also risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh. Right? A separation between walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. He hath quickened together with him having forgiven all your trespasses. Amen. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. That was against us, right? The records that were written of what you did that were no-nos. That were boo-boos. He did that. She did that. He said that. She said that. He watched that. He did that. Which was contrary to you. Right? The wages of sin is what? Death is contrary to you. It's not a good, that's not a friend to you. Just because it feels good, I mean it is good. Just because it satisfies me at that moment don't mean it's right. And it took out of the way, delegate to the cross, having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. Of who? What principal? What powers? What is Paul? What is Shaul talking about? He's talking about something that ain't got nothing to do with no human. Gotta pay attention. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. That's why we have all these different uh, uh, cultures throughout time and still today worshiping deities and all these other different gods. Well, he says, hey, him being raised, that was a he, he spoiled all of them. Blatantly in front of everybody. Verse 16, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or of a new moon or of a Sabbath day, which are the shadow of things to come. But the body is Mashiach. So we are rehearsing. We are rehearsing. And all of these holy days in respect of the uh, uh, meats and drinks and new moons and, and Shabbat days and everything. It's, it's a rehearsal until the body, until he comes. Until he comes and completes everything. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility. So don't put your... Don't don't put your good, what's that, putting all your eggs in one basket, right? Don't make sure you put your stuff in the right basket. Some stuff we got to stay away from. Let no man to beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels. Why would he tell them about worshiping angels? Because apparently people are doing it. That means if it was put in this book, it's probably going on today. Intruding into those things which have not, which he have not seen. Vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Second uh, Colossians 2, 
1 through 18. Okay? So I have to be humble. Got to be in humility. Ask for Yah to remove these shortcomings. Okay? Number 8. Number 8. Number 8 is a men's list. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Make a list of all persons we have harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. It's number eight, the amends list. Okay, people we've harmed, right? Became willing to uh, make amends to all of them, okay? And in this process, it said to write them down. Everybody got it? Okay. Go ahead and turn to uh, Second Chronicles, 26th chapter. Second Chronicles 26. Look at King Uzziah. King Uzziah. What happened to King Uzziah? What did he get? Something happened to him, didn't it? I'll help you out. What was one of the points in Torah today? Torah class. Leprosy. Leprosy. Hmm? Hmm? Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah of 26 and 1, 2 Chronicles, took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father Amaziah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah. After that, the king slept with his fathers. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned 50 and 2 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Jecoliah of Jerusalem, and he did that which was right. And he did that which was right. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Okay? So we have a king who came in the game young, but he came in the game right. Had a real good staff around him. His father. Had, had kind of set a good precedence before him, okay? His mother was clearly strong, queen was strong, and he did things the right way. He was he, he had the ear of, of Zechariah the prophet, right? Zechariah, right? Yah remembers, he, had, he was close to the prophet, he wasn't trying to kill him, right? He, 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 he kept him close. And uh, in, this, in this chapter, go back and read for yourself, that he that he did a lot of things. He did a lot of a lot of good things. Okay. Uh, now we're gonna get to a part. Uh, let's see, verse sixteen, same chapter, same man. Okay. See how see, so what we talked about earlier about not being what emotional. So when your emotions getting away, watch this, verse sixteen. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. Now his heart was lifted up. So if his heart was lifted up, he was not what. He was not humble. He was prideful. Brother, give me 1 Peter 5 and 5 one more time. 1 Peter 5 and 5. In 
the same way, mm-hmm. you younger ones, mm-hmm. be subject to the elders, mm. and gird yourselves with humility toward one another. Mm. For Elohim resists the proud. He resists the who? The proud. Mm. But gives favor to the humble. Mm. So, Second Chronicles 26 and 16, when he was strong, his heart was, so when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord, his God, went to the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar, to burn incense upon the altar of incense. So what kind of day was he having? What his emotions carry him? Hmm? So he was not dressed in humility, right? He was not dressed in that kingly royal attire, right? And you know what? We Now, don't get wrong. He was dressed up like the king, but he wasn't acting like a king. And we'd be dressed up like we sons and daughters and children and brides of, of Yah. And you know what? We don't act like it. And Azariah, the priest, went in after him with four score priests of the Lord that were valiant men. Like, look, we, look, king, you're going to look. We'll be fighting up in here. We're going to be fighting up in here. And they withstood Uzziah, the king, and said unto him, it, it appertaineth not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but to the priests, the sons of Aaron, that are consecrated to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary. Go out of the sanctuary. So when the emotions, when we do things, and we're not really in that right place, even though we might have the right clothing on, the right garb, got our stuff on, got our hair right, got our wraps up tight, got our zits on, got our talits on, you think, get out of my house! So what happened to the king Uzziah? He said, get out of my house. Go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed. Neither shall it be for thine honor. Uh-oh. So we looked over Proverbs, what was it? Uh, 15, 18, 22 that humility brings you what? Honor. But when you are prideful, boastful, out of lane, out of I don't care who you are, you're going to lose honor. Neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord God. Then Uzziah was mad. He snapped. He went crazy. Took that crown off. Took that robe off. Roll them sleeves up. We about to fight. I'm mad. Had a censer in his hand to burn incense. While he was wroth with the priest, the leprosy even rose up in his forehead right there. Now he told him to get out the house. Say, get up out of my house. The priest in the house of the Lord from beside the incense, beside the incense altar. Azariah the chief priest and all the priests looked upon him and behold he was leprous in his forehead and they thrust him out, kicked him out. Kicked him out from this gate. Himself hasted also to go out because the Lord had smitten him. Uzziah the king was a leper until the day of his death. Once again, if you know more, you got to do more. So you know to do better then you got to do better. See, see why I say we got to stop playing Uno? A learning tour class, one probably a virgin that had a baby, went through her right process and got married, had a baby. Said, bring that, bring me a sin offering. 
Burn the burn offering too. Bring me that sin off. And he was a leper to the day of his death and dwelt in a, in, a, in a several house being a leper. For he was cut off from the house of the Lord. And Jotham, his son, was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of his acts did Uzziah first and last. Now the rest of the acts of Uzziah first and last did Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, right. 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 So this amends list. Make a list of all persons we have harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. So King Uzziah hurt the priest, the sons of Aaron. Who did he really hurt? Hurt himself. Who else did he hurt? Because somebody whooped him like they was they like he was like they was his daddy. Yah, put that belt on him. That belt was your leopard forever. Until you until your body turned back to dirt. Turn to uh, Colossians. Turn back to Colossians. Colossians 2, second chapter, verse 13. I know we read it, but we'll focus on this part right here. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Okay. So Isaiah the prophet wrote of the first and the last of King Uzziah. So in that 26th chapter in Chronicles, the first, we know that Uzziah was what? He was good. He did right in the eyes of Yah. He, he expanded the kingdom. He was, you know, had his mama there. He was, you know, young as you know her baby boy he was doing good and you know daddy done passed on and he done got there and he's, he's doing good so Isaiah wrote of the good when he got to the, a, a, a part of his life where he became strong the full of himself mom you say stuff to me like boy you're smelling yourself starting to smell yourself huh starting to smell itself and then the prophet had to write the last of his life right so so the amends list, making a list of all persons we have harmed. Okay, Sec, uh, Colossians 2 and uh, 14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. Okay, so it's one thing for a, 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 a record in heaven to be kept on you, but you can keep record on yourself. Because once again, we did personal inventory. Right? We asked Yah to help us. Okay. And you know what happens when you write? You think. You know what happens when you write? You got to think. You got to think. You got to block stuff out. Put stuff down. Turn off the phone, TV, all different things. But put that stuff down. And think. 
Let's look at uh, Romans 15. Romans 15 and 1. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as is written, the reproaches of them, the reproaches of them, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. Hmm? So the we've harmed God. We've trespassed. Yeah. Right? We, we, we have uh, offended or hurt God. Right? And Yahshua had to be sent to put a bridge, make a bridge between us and the source. And in this process, now we are hurting Yahshua. That's the only way we're getting back to the Father. So when we do things in error, we trespass, we transgress, we this, we, the fact of the matter that you are harming him. So we're harming others, we harm ourselves, and then we harm him. And he's the one that's supposed to get us back in good graces with him. Okay? Verse 4, we always say, For whatsoever things are written aforetime, written for our learning, that we through patience and covered with scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another, according to Yahshua HaMashiach, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify Yah, even the Father of our Lord, Yahshua HaMashiach. Wherefore receiveth ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Yahshua was a minister of the circumcision. Uh-oh. We read that in Colossians, didn't we? Circumcision. This is talking more of a spiritual, to my cutting off the, the things of your flesh. Was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. Right? So we have to be um, understanding that we have a certain standard to where we got to be uh, mindful one to another, mindful to ourselves, right, and mindful to Yahshua. So this step, the wrong step, this amends is about making a list of the people we've hurt, we've harmed, um, and obviously we cannot leave off Yahshua. It's probably the most important one. Okay. Number nine, last one for the day, made amends. May direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Okay, so physically making amends with people whenever possible, and it's not one of them things, and y'all understand this, you know, I'm going to say something to you, but I'm just saying it to hurt you. Right, you know, you can tell somebody, yeah, I'm sorry that I, you know, you kind of get a little extra punch in. So this made amends, number nine, made direct Amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Okay, and we have to. So we have to make amends to people, and we got to make amends to Yahshua, right? Because when we make amends to Him, that puts us back in good graces with the Father. Okay. 
So we got to keep things in, in order. That we cannot get back to the Father except through the Son. We cannot get back to the Father except through the Son. May direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. That open opening opening up a wound. I'm not gonna open up a closed wound. Okay, Matthew 25 and 40. Got that for you. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Uh oh. Hmm. So when we do stuff, we slick or we're petty, right? We're petty, and we've done it to him. He said, If you've done it to the least of my brethren. You've done it unto me. Okay. Matthew 7. Matthew 7, verse 6. Matthew 7, verse 6. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Ask, it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find it. Knock, it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. This is the law and the prophets. This is the law and the prophets. Talking about what? How you treat people? Talking about how you treat people. So treating people is in the law and the prophets. Verse 13. Enter ye at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto what? Life. So I know for a fact that if I'm humble... What was it in that Proverbs that I'll get? Riches, honor, and... Mm. So one reason why the road is narrow, because people ain't humble. You can't be on that road and be proud now. Ain't enough room for your head. Ain't enough room for your head. You ever seen them little babies, they be start walking, but their head's still big? And few be that find it. Uh, Hebrews 12 Hebrews 12 verse 1 Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, every weight, every weight, every weight, every weight, and the sin which doth so easily beset us. 
So it's hard to be on this narrow path. One, if I'm not humble. And then two, I got to let go of some things because this will, this will make me slow. I'm carrying extra luggage and I don't need it. The road's already narrow. The sin which so, does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So I got to worry about my own pace because my pace might not be your pace or your pace or her pace or his pace. Looking unto Yahshua, the what? Author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Minds, your mental capacity. Don't faint in your mind. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against uh, sin. We'll scroll down. Verse 7. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as a son. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastement, wherefore, wherefore all are partakers, then you are bastards and not sons. Okay, so this is this is this is part of it. Sons get sons get rebuked. Some can't take it. Somebody give me John 15, please. John 15. Now somebody else give me Romans 10 and 17. John 15 and 1 through 3. I am the true vine, mm -hmm. and my father is the gardener. Mm -hmm. Every branch in me that bears no fruit, he takes away. Mm. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, mm. so that it bears more fruit. Mm -hmm. You are already clean because of the word. You are what? You are clean. You are what? Clean. What? Clean. How am I clean? Because of the word. Because of the what? The word. The what? The word. Romans 10, 17, whoever got it? We're clean because of the what? Word. Mm. And if some of the branches be broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them and with them partake of the root and fatness of the olive tree. Romans ten. Romans ten and seventeen. So, so then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. By the what? By the word of God. By the word of the Lord. So by the, word. I was, and faith comes by the, hearing. Uh, by the word. Uh. So, in Hebrews 12, you're supposed to get chastised by Yah because you're a child of his. But if you don't get chastised, you're just a bastard. And then he read that some of these branches that produce fruit, they get what? Pruned. They get pruned. Pruning hurts. But that you can do what? To make more fruit. 
only prove that you're part of the vine. But for those that don't produce fruit, you're just taken away. You're just a stick. Thrown out your firewood. Does that make sense? Yes. Matthew 11, 12, uh, I got up on the board for you. Come unto me, all you that are labor that are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Right, we just read in Hebrews about to drop off the weights, right? The sin that besets us. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So when we don't drop the weights that beset us and we're on this journey, it's harder and it's longer. It's going to be long anyway. That's why I said you got to be patient on your journey. You got to be patient on your journey. Somebody give me John 6 and 44. John 6 and 44. No one is able to come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I shall raise him up in the last day. Mm, said no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So can't nobody come to him unless the Father who sent me, who sent me draws him. Draws him. He's, he said, nobody. What about his cousin? Little brother. His, his homeboy. His mama. Granny. Pet dog. Nobody. Mm. So those of us that can come unto him, he's just expecting us to come so that we can complete our journey. Right? Because we've done all these steps and we're dropping off stuff. We're dropping off stuff. Because like I say, hey, because cause we're trying to get ready for dinner. Trying to get ready for um, uh, Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13 and 15. By him, therefore, let, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. So we're supposed to make an amends to physically do something to those we've harmed. So you know what we're going to do for y'all? We're going to let us sacrifice a praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So if I'm a part of the vine, then I'm able to produce fruit. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifice, God is well pleased. Right? We're, trying, we're trying to make an amends. Obey them that have the rule over you. Submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls. As they then must give an account that they may do it with joy, not with grief, for that is unprofitable unto you. Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience and all things willing to live honestly. But I beseech you the rather to do this, that I may be restored unto you sooner. Now the God of peace, the God of peace, that brought again from the dead our Lord Yahshua, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Right. So making you perfect or complete so that you can do his will, finish your journey, working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Yahshua HaMashiach, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I beseech you, brethren, suffer the word of exhortation, for I have written a letter unto you in a few words. Okay. James 1. We got one more after this. We're closing out. James, first chapter. Verse 12, blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, 
He shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. It's a warning to us, right? Don't, don't, don't err. Don't get caught slipping. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and it cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begat he with us the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, learned, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Right? We've got to be able to hear so we can hear that word. Because that word has made us what? Clean. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness, superfility of naughtiness, and receive with meekness, right, being humble, the what? Engrafted word, which does what? Save your souls. So when we come to him, right, we've dropped all this stuff off. We're coming to him. We're giving him the sacrifice of praise from our mouth. He's going to give us something back. Verse 22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer he's like unto a man beholding his natural uh face in a glass where he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forget what manner of man he was remember we've been having that picture of the man in the mirror looking in the mirror and facing ourselves okay all right last verse for today somebody said this today i think in class all right, on the board on the screen Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of Elohim. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of Elohim. Okay, so we have to be um, uh, peacemakers, right? Because we have, we, are, we have admitted or made an amends list of people we've hurt, right? Close people, distant people, we've, we've, we've done things, we've been whatever, snap, whatever we do. Then on top of that, we have offended Yah, right? We, we, we've heard Mashiach, right? He sent Mashiach to, bring, to make us back whole. And so we have to be peacemakers, right? They are all the children of Elohim, so peacemaker. We've got to make peace. That's why we have our fellowship offering, our peace offering with him. Right, how we did last year, we had that meal before we got in the pay. We had that meal together. Right? It was like, hey, man, everybody, you got whatever you got, you got to eat. <laughs> All right? So, blessed are the, peace, the peacemakers. They should be called the children of God. So, those were our three uh, that we added today was humility, um, uh, making the uh, amends list, and then make amends. Okay? So, that was 7, 8, and 9. And then we'll finish up with 10, 11, 12. Um, and we'll just keep it going. Um, so we just give all praise to Yah. Yah has blessed us again uh, to, to be here, to get here. Um, and just there's, there's no one like him and no one stands beside him. And he, he's blessed us. And um, just give all praise to Yah. Give all praise for the inspiration of the word. Um, because it's his word. It's not my word. You know, it, it's his word. And uh, give all honor and praise to him. And just may we all be able to, to live the life he wants us to live. And do the best that we can do. Do the best that we can do. That's what he wants. That's what any that's what any good parent wants from their child is to do the best. But that's no different than from your heavenly father. 
He wants you to do your best. And he said, I sent my own son to help you get over the hump. Because after I sent him, he sent the Ruach. So I can be in you and help you. And be that voice in your head, don't do it. You ain't got to do it. You ain't got to do it. And then we do it anyway. And that's why we're going through this process. Why did I do it anyway? Why did I do it? I don't want to do it. What's in it that's in me? So um, I know we got that thing going on today. Uh, so, so we're going to close. Uh, for the, those three, uh, for the humility, particularly for the amends list and making amends, just keep adding on to what we've been writing, okay? So just something to sit and reflect on over during the week about people we've, we've crossed with things we've done, things we've said, and then things how we have crossed Yahshua, things that we have, we have maybe disrespected the Holy, or you know, and just chew on that throughout this week. And then we're going we're gonna to worship and pray uh, next week as we add the last 12, okay? And um, we're just going to do this thing together, okay? We're going to do this thing together. Okay, um, so but anyway, so with that being said, all praise to Yah, and um, thank everybody for being here today, and for those that are uh, might watch this later, and uh, we just gotta keep pressing in, and getting ready for for Pesach and unleavened bread, and and um, we here. Shalom. Shalom.